Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Business from the Bass Boat on the Serious Angler Network. And guys, today, great show lined up. This one's going to be a little bit specific for folks maybe interested in where kind of lakes in the country that are that are getting hit by major tournament series, what those lakes are, maybe some thought process around, hey, maybe I should live in some of these areas if I'm trying to fish professionally one day. Um. I've done this the last two years, so I did it in 2021 and in 2022. So this is the third year of it. So a pretty cool database now with uh, with Excel, which is, again, something I thought I'd never really do. But for tournament fishing, I guess it's like I kind of into this. So I have broke down all of the lakes in the country that are hit from a professional level standpoint. So it started at the top tier, the Bassmaster Elite Series. MLF Bass Pro Tour and kind of work my way down. Have a scoring system. We're going to go over all of that. But again, this is basically going to break down all places in the country, but we all know bass fishing is is more so in the east on the national level. So I have a scoring system that I feel like is is fairly reasonable with it all. And uh, let's get into it if I can add it to the stream. Okay, here we go. Hopefully get, you guys can see that okay. If you are listening in podcast, I'll do my best to explain how this uh, breaks out. Essentially, this is an Excel file I've had it the last couple of years where I just go in and I have a scoring system and I go through the schedules generally in May of where, where term organizations are going. And I apply two points to any pro level tournament with an entry fee over call it 2,500, three, three grand. I'm talking the $5,000 entry fees, the known top tier tournaments, um, Bassmaster Elite series, MLF BPT, MLF invitationals. I know that that's a qualifier for the BPT now, but it's still a $5,000 entry fee. Um, the NPFL, that's another one. That's like, you can say what you want on, pro versus not pro tournament series it's still a five thousand dollar entry fee around there so it's an expensive um entry fee i think that deserves two points when you're talking tournament series because generally your earnings are higher when you win those events maybe you should put some more time in if you're trying to get to that level from a lake standpoint and then from there down i basically said okay we're going to do one points for what i'm considering semi-pro tournaments now same kind of thing you can argue what you want with these but I'm saying the Bassmaster opens because that's an $1,800 or $2,000 entry fee, roughly. That's a one-point uh, MLF Toyota Series, similar entry fee. No, those are kind of more regional, but still $1,700 or $1,800 for an entry fee there. Um, I do have the one U.S. Bass U.S. Open, the Apex Tour, and the Bass Cat Shootout. Kind of those are Western tournaments that have that $1,500 to $2,000 range in there. So I put them on here. They aren't really going to affect the numbers from a national level. This is kind of more for myself and just looking at what I'm going to be fishing the next couple of years and where guys are going and try and get familiar with some of those lakes. I think it's a good way to spend some time on these things. I mean, I don't know, uh, Bass U, Bailey actually in a, in a um, Bassmaster Fantasy podcast we did the other day where he was talking about Mike Iaconelli talking about his practice strategy and he's been pre-practicing all these lakes and um, I think that it can hurt and help you and I think in these situations right Miles Berghoff has talked about this concept of constantly going to living in places that where major tournaments happen and getting good in those areas um, 
you know, it's interesting to see how things change. But one thing for sure is those northern lakes never seem to change. There's just not as many of those larger venues that Elite Series, BPT, Toyota Series go to. So there's kind of a consistency there, right, with the the mainstay places. If you spend a lot of time on those places, they're probably going to get hit almost every year from a professional-level tournament standpoint. So it's worth doing that, if that makes sense. And And also as much as data and graphing and everything kind of is playing a role, if you have those waypoints marked up north, rock piles, places where you feel like you can go back and catch them, I mean, rocks don't move, right? Like big boulders, they're never going to go anywhere. Sure, brush piles kind of need to be refreshed and disappear. and um, But like hard spots on river ledges and lakes even in down south and the tennessee river and obviously that stuff's always changing but you just kind of have a head up not to mention with all of this the more time you spend in these places the less decision making you have like if you know where the gas station is and you know where the ramp is and you know where you're probably going to stay like those things all take up time in your decision making as we know like in tournament weeks like gosh it just blows my mind how and maybe i need to be more efficient but it's like those are like by the time you get off the water you do tackle, you eat something like it's a 15 or 14 to 16 hour day, depending, you know, if it's, if it's a, in the summertime and it's a long light hours, it's like, there's just no time to think or to do anything and, and to have some of that stuff already ironed out details. I think it's important. So let's get into kind of how I broke this down. Um, there are 98 lakes on here. Some of these are these California lakes with, especially the apex tour that are smaller. So I would say there's still probably like 80, honestly, 80 probably more like 85, 90 of these national lakes that are kind of hit in the last seven, eight years. So I have this broke out from a, currently it's ranked in this last three years format, right? So we'll kind of go through what these lakes are, where they're kind of ranked. And then I have some, just some notes on, on some of these that are interesting. So, um, I don't know. I think this, this stuff's pretty interesting. I think it also can, you can look at places to maybe potentially live or live for a couple of years as we're kind of seeing more and more of these situations where you can don't necessarily have to be in one place or jobs you can be on the road with and those type of things. So um, first we'll go into what I think you should kind of look to the most, which is probably the points in the last three or the, or the last five years uh, that that system, because this is taking an average over the last three to five years, not an average, sorry. It's taking the amount of times that each of these places have been hit to, again, to that scoring schedule of two points if it's a pro tournament, one point if it is a semi-pro tournament. So seventh place has a bunch of ties here, but basically we've got, and look at that, California Delta's on there, but um, we've got Chickamauga in Tennessee, it really got hit hard in like the 19, 2020, 2019. It kind of uh, has come down a little bit. I know that place has been hit really, really hard, but that's still uh, tied in seventh in the last three years. Um, California Delta, that is uh, being swayed by some of the Toyota Series Apex Tour events. Again, those are only one-point seat though, each though, and those have been hit quite a bit. So that's kind of really the only West Coast that has made it in here. I was surprised to see that. That's in seventh over the last three years. For major national style tournaments, I'll call it. Um, and then the uh, Potomac River, that one uh, seems to be a mainstay in that kind of like seventh range. Again, tied for seventh there, seems to always be hit, especially on the BPT 
or sorry, the major league fishing style of tournaments, right? Like it seems like there's always a Toyota series there. There's always a, uh, invitational there, something related to that. Um, so certainly a mainstay on that East coast kind of a situation. Santee Cooper seems to get hit quite a bit. Um, got hit four times this year in, in itself, but basically over the last three years, it's still tied for seventh because in 2021 wasn't visited at all. Okay. Grand Lake mainstay again. I mean, um, only going there once this year and that's a Toyota series, but, uh, that's being, uh, sorry, that's in sixth. Now we're in sixth place tied over the last three years of lakes visited to from a national tournament level. Um, and then you follow Alabama sixth as well. Lake of the Ozarks. This place was hit a bunch this year. It seemed like, um, again, tied for sixth place there. Okeechobee tied for sixth. This place was hit a ton this year. I mean, it was, uh, the number one tied for the number one spot when it comes to 2023 in itself, it had five points awarded to it there. So two pro tours. So two plus two, and then one, um, one, regional tour event there so quite a quite a bit of activity on okeechobee after seemingly only having one tournament there last year and then now we're seeing all these big weights on okeechobee so um fantastic i'm sure there that that will continue just because okeechobee seems to be on an up cycle right now good bags coming out of there also just to backtrack a little bit here on 2023 well we'll go into anomalies at the end actually let's let's continue with our points here so that's the last tied for sixth place fifth place Gunnersville, Alabama, no surprise there, right? Gunnersville's a mainstay. The uh, Bass Pro Tour guys are there right now. Awesome tournament to see, and also to see uh, Jacob Wall doing well with where things are currently. All right, tied for fourth, we've got Rayburn, Sam Rayburn in Texas. No surprise there. That one always seems to be high on the list, as well as Champlain in New York. So uh, Lake Champlain, New York, Vermont border there, one of those mainstays up north definitely something that you probably need to get to if you're planning on fishing professionally at some point same with rayburn um pickwick alabama is third makes a lot of sense to me pickwick is also one of those that always seems to get hit like you've got that gunnersville pickwick region um you know relatively and then you have like rayburn toledo that kind of thing which toledo's not hit all the time but anyways and then you have like the new york and the florida so um third place overall the last three years of most visited to is Champlain, or I'm sorry, is Pickwick. Uh, second place is Harris Chain of Lakes. So Florida, there's always something in Florida here in this top 10. Obviously, we saw Okeechobee earlier. Um, second right now is Harris Chain overall, and it really wasn't hit that hard in 2023. There's only two points there, and they were both semi-pro events, or what I'm calling semi-pro events, an Open and a Toyota Series. So only two points there, but in 2022 and 2021, six and five points so a lot of a lot of activity always around the Harris change and still has been the in running forever it seems like the number one place visited by professional and semi-professional turnovers is, is the St. Lawrence River Thousand Islands New York without a doubt so up north if you had to pick one place that's the place to go if you're going to go spend time on your big motor graphing go spend time trying to figure some of that stuff out right always a mainstay and not to mention you're only three hours away from Champlain. So you might as well include that into the trip with that St. Lawrence river, but such a historic place. And if you look here, not just in the last three years, but the last five and the last seven, it's the most visited, um, 
it is always hit by professional organizations, no matter what it is going to happen. So I thought that was uh, a, not a big surprise, I guess, from the last couple of years of doing this, of, of seeing where that goes. And then you have um, the five-year and the seven-year, a couple differences there, right? I mean, a lot of this data is going to be pretty similar, but um, in second, you've got a bunch of ties here. You've got that with Sam Rayburn. You've got uh, Chickamauga as that second place finish. So uh, a couple little differences when you when you take the data out back to five years, so over the last five years, right? So that's basically going to be 2018 through 2022 or 2023. And then when you go out to seven years, stuff changes a little bit more too. So first we still have St. Lawrence, of course, then we have Sam Rayburn as second, and then you have a tie for Harris Chain and Champlain in third. So still, and, uh, and sorry, and Chickamauga is tied for third, but a lot of that stuff still pretty consistent. If you look over the last three, five, and seven years. So something to, to definitely uh, consider are those, especially those top five places, seven places, maybe like they're just, they just go to them. That's just, it is what it is. And um, I don't know. I, I like them. I, I don't like it, but I like it from some aspects and I don't like the consistent sometimes, but it always is cool to see guys figure new stuff out on these things. And yeah, so a couple surprises in just the 2023 data. So this is just this year's tournaments that are hit. Obviously, a lot of this stuff still mimics the overall, and I don't think it's good to just look at one year's data because there's always kind of changes or some lake that's on an upswing, and it seems like all the leagues go there. And um, it's interesting. So, one that was surprising was just Okeechobee, um, five five points. So that's the leader when it comes to 2023. That is a ton of points when we're talking in one year. Okeechobee had that happen. That's due to, of course, uh, two professional events going there and then one semi-professional event going there, what, what I'm considering those are. That one only had one visit last year from a semi-league from that standpoint. Uh, Kissimmee, I'm sorry, this is Eufaula, Oklahoma. Eufaula, Oklahoma's getting hammered this year after not really having events the last couple of years. Pretty incredible um, when you're talking... Uh, it's a really big fishery. A lot of Oklahoma guys know about it and seems like there's still regional events there, but as far as these national regional or these, or these uh, high level pro events, it really hasn't been the case. So that was kind of an anomaly for 2023, like over the years, right? Like that's going to skew the data eventually, but it doesn't even come close to being in the last three years of points because it's, it wasn't hit the last two years or three years, four years, five years, seven years. So, um, Next, kind of there's a bunch of ties for four, so I'm not going to go through all of those. A lot of these still stay within our data, especially in those top seven of things, but a couple of anom anomalies there as well. St. Clair. Haven't been to St. Clair in a, uh, a while. It looks like from a national tour standpoint, you know, 2018 through 2021, there was a couple of visits, but two, uh, two pro events there this year on St. Clair. I believe both a BPT and an Elite Series event, so... An anomaly there. I like I like how they're going somewhere else up north. I think that's a cool deal. Uh Neely Henry, same deal. Really hasn't been hit a bunch. Two uh two pro style events on Neely Henry this year. So a lot of Neely Henry visits. And then Saginaw Bay. We saw the NPFL go here in 2022. So that's why there's two points in 2022 and then four points this year. So quite a bit of Saginaw Bay 
happening. I believe the BPT is going there as kind of a, a mix up up north. So um, excited to see how that one pans out. But just some stuff that's probably going to skew the data down the line. But gosh, if you're looking at this in the normal mainstay, I mean, those those five or six places right there. I mean, gosh, you could even get on the lake of the Ozarks, especially this year, seem to uh, to get after it pretty good. But these these places are hit so often. So um, if you're kind of looking at maybe potentially being a pro someday, I don't think it's a bad idea to go fish some of these as a co. Go drag your boat down there. Go look at things. Um, eventually, you're gonna you're gonna hit those places in your pursuit to be becoming a professional, or if you make it to that top tier pro level, it certainly will be a mainstay. So something to consider. Figured I would just throw this stuff out there, screenshot this, do whatever you need to uh, to kind of wrap your brain around this data. But figured it'd just be a breakdown, something interesting for myself to always look at. And um, hopefully it provides some value with everything. would love to uh, kind of think through on places to, to live next to all this stuff, right? I mean, like if you live in a place between the Thousand Islands and Champlain, you got a lot of major level events that are eventually going to come up there. If you can survive the rest of the season, if you, if you do well in those places, and then same within Florida, right? Like Okeechobee, Harris chain, um, you go down a little further, of course, there's St. John's and all these other places. So, um, I don't know, something to, to consider and think through for your own tournament fishing. And maybe it doesn't matter at all. Maybe you're just curious of like, where do guys go? These are kind of the famous tournament lakes in the country. So, and of course, as we all know, there's plenty of other really good lakes that aren't talked about. But from a tournament perspective, these are the places that seem to uh, seem to be hit on an annual basis. And with that, folks, we are going to kind of wrap things up. Thanks for following along, as always, with everything that we've got going on the Serious Angler Network, including this show and our others. If you haven't checked out our Lure Lab show or, of course, our Serious Angler show, You Live Under a Rock, um, check those out. They have more of a angler insight. We've kind of spread things out from a from a content standpoint and are trying to build this platform up um, really wide and tall at the same time so would appreciate all of you guys liking subscribing anything like that to all these shows certainly appreciate it and we will see you at the next one <laughs>